0: What's up, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo hey eSports podcast. This is episode 253 for the week of September 18, 2022, and the title of this week's episode is, and I'm going to steal this statement from Active, shout out Active, the title of this week's episode is Championship Mentality and our HCS Orlando preview. I didn't steal that second part, you know, but like the championship mentality part. He said that during the, the United Grunt Classic uh, stream. And I'm like, what better name for the title of this week's episode than that? So thank you. Thank you very much, Active, for that. Everybody who's tuning in live, welcome to the live show. Carnage, good to see you, my man. And first timer, fox Too quick Also, thank you for the follow. Greatly appreciate it. It says, hey guys, came here from Podcast Evolved. Been listening for like two years now. Finally caught my first live stream. Woo! Yeah, yeah dude. Very nice. That is awesome. Welcome to the live show. It's good to have you. We're going to have a fun time today. And uh, yeah, I expect it to be fun. Uh, my name is Josh, a.k.a. J.K. Fire. And this week, I'm joined by the man... I don't think I've ever seen you wear that shirt before. Cloud9, Will, a.k.a. I'm Mr. Mayhem. Will, how are you doing on this Monday evening? I'm doing all right.
1: I'm doing all right. Uh, excited to talk about what happened with the uh, tournaments that took place. Yeah. And Yeah. It's a Monday, but, you know, we're here, we're talking Halo, so it's good.
0: It's a good Monday. Yes. Yeah, every Monday is a good Monday when we're talking about some competitive Halo. Um, also, I said the man in what I thought, I've never seen him wear that shirt before, the Cloud9 shirt. You really can't see it because of the laptop in the way, but he is wearing uh, an HCS Cloud9 shirt, which up. is pretty awesome if I do say so myself. I there do. I, I am a fan of that shirt. That was the, uh, if it, correct me if I'm wrong, but that was the Kansas City exclusive shirt, correct? It is. There you go. Very nice. There you go. That's good shit. Uh, Will, do you want to know what is coming up on this week's episode of the show? What do we got? We got... Will Rostermania ever actually end? Well, no, probably not. Um, We have our first topic of the E-United Grunt Classic results. Our second topic of the HCS Orlando Major Preview, the final major of the year, right before we get into the World Championship. And then 343 changes continue. Um, And we're not going to... Nothing to dwell on, just like things to talk about. So, without further ado, Will, let's get into our singular piece of competitive news. E United Team trading cards. These are fucking cool. This is by uh, the Dreamhack Halo team, as a matter of fact, over on Twitter, and uh, they made cards for Navi, Ascend, and Quadrant. So go check those out. Like, how sick do those look? Pretty sweet, aren't they? And then there was the joke about them becoming NFTs. And I'm like, I really fucking hope they don't become NFTs. Please get out of that space as much as you can. Fire hose, welcome. And uh, thank you for the follow. Greatly appreciated. Um, Fire says, a lot to dwell on with Optic winning the EU uh, Grunt Tournament. Uh, We'll get into predictions for Orlando later on. Um, We'll just have to wait and see. Yeah. We'll just have to wait and see. So an Uncle Pumpy with the three-month... Wait, what the fuck? Wait. Wait. The three-month at tier three? Did you misclick?
1: It's one month at tier three, but three months total.
0: Yeah, Uncle Pumpy, I, I don't know if you that. knew this, but, like, you know... You, th- did you misclick? There's a <laughs> one-tier option, you know? Thank you Holy so much, sh- for the fucking three month resub and one being a tier three, you get a woo! says, Nope, let's get it boys. Let's Let's get get it. Indeed. Yes. Thank you so much. Greatly appreciated. What a, what a champ, dude. What a fucking champ. Um, yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. We have an exclusive emote, don't we for a three tier? Do we, I, mm. am I wrong? We might not. I thought we did though. I, I apologize if we don't, my bad. Um, either way, will I'm sorry to put you on the spot, but, uh, That's, uh, that's it for the competitive news. (laughs) Just one little piece for you there, because we have a lot of other stuff to talk about, which is all fine and dandy. Your upcoming tournaments of the week presented by noobcombo.com. Make sure you check out noobcombo.com for all your, hey, Louise sports needs, and maybe check out some of uh, their fire merch as well. I don't just say that because my name is JK fire. I say that because they have some fucking awesome ass merch on their website. You should go check it out. Daily tournaments, Z-League daily tournaments, and First Blood daily tournaments, those happen every single day, because if you didn't know, well, now you know. Shout out to Tony. Then, I'm going to make sure I didn't miss anything, and it does not look like I did, because on Monday, September, never mind, apparently that's not even happening anymore. Forget I even said that, maybe I did miss something. on. But, give me a second, we have the big one. Friday, September 23rd, through Sunday, September 25th. The HCS Orlando Major is taking place. And uh, if you are part of this community and you are not attending the event live in person, then uh, make sure you check out our Discord, exclamation point Discord and chat. Will will pimp it out later on in the show as well. And uh, join our Discord. We're going to be doing a watch along all weekend long for the Orlando Major. So if you want to come chat with us, um, come chat with other community members of the Pro Talk community, then you should do so because it's going to be a fun time. Yeah, we're gonna try to do it all weekend long. And that's it for upcoming tournaments of the week presented by noobcombo.com. Check out noobcombo.com for all your Haloe Sports Needs and some amazing merch if you're so inclined to purchase said merch. Will what do we happen to have next? Roster Media
1: uh, We're moving and grooving today. Oh all yeah, right. baby. Oh yeah. Um some teams forming ahead of Orlando here. Mm-hmm. First one is going to include Conspiracy, Hulsick, Mop2Clutch, and PMAC, and they're calling themselves Strictly Business. Ooh. We also have TSS Esports forming, and that's going to be Ace, SuperCC, Mortally, and Huss. And the last team here, a little news out of Fnatic, they've signed Suppress and Arctic alongside a new coach and neighbor. Yes. And then last piece of Roster Mania here. You missed the other one.
0: Oh, did it not update for you? Try reloading the page real quick.
1: I'm missing information.
0: Remember I told you how the number Once. one player in the world is on another team?
1: That's right. The number one player has joined Falling Esports. <laughs> it's Kratos, Carmeha, Hativ, and uh, Ikshana.
0: Yes. So Kratos, a part <clears throat> of another roster, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see. How he performs in Orlando.
1: And then the last piece here. Yes. Someone may not be playing. They may be playing, but...
0: <laughs> we just don't we know! No, Uh
1: Collect on Twitter stated in one tweet, not playing at Orlando and Worlds. Shit fell through. G- GL, or good luck to the homies competing. Be back next year. Then another tweet came out and just said, stand by.
0: And then Firehost says, Collect to Oxygen rumor. Um, we so yes, we saw that he was scrimming with them. Um, and I do believe that he could be a good fit for that roster considering his pure slaying power. And I felt like they weren't incredibly slay dominant. Um, so that definitely could be a possibility and be really cool to see. I just, I just want him to be, I would love for him to be on a top tier roster and it's nothing against the talent that the other players have. Um, we stand nemesis around here. Uh, shut out Minnesota boys, but, yeah, I just I would love to see him with the amount of talent that he has, and he, and he's so young. Like the ceiling is, I mean, his ceiling is so high, it's insane. Just love to see him on a really top tier roster. But hey, if this is a, if this is a stepping stone in that way, then I'll be all for it. And then a fresh welcome back says, "Hey, it's the HHS Pro Talk boys. Hey, hey, it's you."
1: So yeah, last thing I'll say about Roster Mania is really, you said, "Will it will it stop?" It has to. Once Orlando comes, Correct. because that is the lock for worlds. And then there's nothing until next season. Correct. So at least until we get to worlds, to worlds, which is not that far away. No. <laughs> and, and then, then right it'll after all start worlds, up again.
0: Yep. Right so, after worlds, the floodgates are going to fucking open. It's going to be insane. Yeah, it
1: feels like it's roster mania 24 seven around the HCS.
0: Yep. Uh fire says allegedly, allegedly he was going to go to native red before Manny became available. Uh, Okay. That that would have been something but then again it it just it made more sense even before the announcement came to be it would just make more sense for Manny to go back there considering it it's just KCP at that point. Right.
1: So. But but they didn't know if he was going to be available. You, correct.
0: Correct. So Yeah, hopefully collect lands somewhere good and uh, hopefully he's make him and the team are able to make a run at Orlando and we'll see what happens.
1: Perfect. That's uh, that's all we got for WrestleMania this week.
0: Thank you very much for running through those Will. Oh yeah. Um, I would have scrim recaps here, but the reason why I don't is because we're going to get right into the tournament and league recaps because um, while we always talk about how scrims really don't matter, they're just kind of a form of online practice, the real form of online practice was uh, the Grunt Classic that took place. Very true. Yes. So we're going to dedicate a good amount of time to talk about that event um, instead of just individual scrims, because like we said, scrims don't really matter in the grand scheme of things, just can be some nice online practice. But Will, do you want, want to run through the tournaments that we have before we get into our first topic?
1: Yeah, we'll start with the Esports Arena Series E. Um, The team that took this home was Complexity in Neuronical, Vetro, Cycle, and Monster. Yes. The thing that surprised me was the third place team in Phase. Yeah, They have been really good online. A lot of teams, a lot of people were really hyped and excited about them mm-hmm. and I was just uh surprised they fell behind one complexity and then in second here was native gaming black so um for those who don't know that is piggy king J mines and aperture so um I know the grunt classic was coming up maybe their sights were set forward to that but a third place for phase in the esports arena series e-tournament was a surprise to me
0: uh, I agree with you on that front. The only thing that I will say is that, and we already understand this, you and I, and hopefully everybody at home does it as well, is that online is a completely different beast. And with the way, with the state that the Halo servers have been in, uh, frequently, um, I'm not, I don't want to say abysmal, but they've been, they've been bad. Uh, maybe that had a factor too. It's very possible. Yep. Um,
1: but everyone's dealing with that. That's kind of like the true. level thing. Is true. Like everyone's dying around corners, and that's kind of where my mindset is around it. But very true. You, you should have been around that corner, and you die. That could have changed a whole push or a play. You never know. You never know.
0: Um. But all we know is that that was just an online tournament, and the real test is going to be Orlando. But, Will, what else did we have? Yeah, we had the
1: – speaking of the Grunt Classic, we had mm-hmm. the United Grunt Classic qualifier – and here are the teams that qualified from that. It was TSS and, uh, mortally Hus, ACE and super CC native gaming, black piggy, King J minds and aperture forbidden fruit, which included Rami, Tony Sun, hysteria and Envor, and then Shopify rebellion in mental cherished explosive and precision.
0: Very nice to see there are the gears boys coming in. Yes.
1: And even though the grunt classic took place, we're going to talk about that in our topic section after this.
0: There you go. Um, He's gonna make a third native roster. It wouldn't surprise me. Like they, they just they become <laughs> the Centenegra of the North of North America, or there's just tons. They just have three or four different rosters ready to go. Um, that that would be absolutely insane. But I guess it wouldn't be outside the realm of possibility. Also, welcome back, TGW. Good to see you. Um, and yes, fire. You are correct. Mick Wynn will finally, finally be free. Yes,
1: after (laughs) Worlds?
0: Yes. He will finally be able to have a roster solidified on native gaming as he already confirmed that that will be the org. Um, So, yeah, we'll just have to wait and see what happens. I
1: I have a slight hope that Pistola comes back and teams with Mickwin. Sure. I don't know if it's going to happen. It sounds like Pistola might be done, but it would just be so cool to see.
0: It would be really cool to see. He did say, if this is the end, right? He didn't necessarily say it was. He didn't
1: close the the door fully and lock it, you know, it's just, there's a little crack. He's,
0: he's, he's pulling a Tom Brady right now. He's just leaving the door slightly cracked to just be able to burst the fuck through it as soon as he's, as soon as he wants to. So, but yeah, again, we'll have to wait and see. That we do. All right, well, let's get into our first topic of the week. It's the, United Grunt Classic result. Um, Ungoy says McQuinn's been saying Ola hasn't been replying to any of his texts. That sucks. So he's thinking what happened. Yeah, it, I mean, all jokes aside, it, uh, every sign points to him officially being retired. It especially after the benching on Optic. It just, it everything made sense as to well, if he hasn't been picked up now. I wouldn't be surprised. I didn't want to. I didn't want to will it into existence because we'd love to see uh, to see Pistola competing forever, but it just it, it felt like a writing on the wall situation. Um, but we can't speak for him, so we'll see. All right, the EU United Grunt Classic. This online tournament took place over the weekend, and another critical point to call out here is that uh, Celeste actually tweeted out, who was one of the admins for the event, as a matter of fact, she tweeted out before the event started that every team, all teams, needed to be present in the United States. Yes. And the reason why that is critical information to know right now is because, um, let's see, because Ascend was there, and wasn't Navi there? As well. Yeah. Navi Navi and ascend were there and they were in Florida. Oh, so yep. That's, that's why I thought it was critical to, to make that point is that every team was required to be in North America for this tournament. And, uh, Navi and ascend had already made the trip to Florida because for, again, the Orlando major is this weekend. So it only makes sense that they'd be there. So yeah, they were, they were a, uh, selected team and the rule was that all teams need to be in North America for the event. So, just thought that was pretty cool. But let's see here. Hmm. Again, want people want people to understand that again, this was just an online event. Okay? And I'm not here. I'm not going to beat a dead horse with this. I've already said this multiple times. But uh, what what people what I really hope people understand is that this was a good this was good practice, and this could be a good indicator for what we see in Orlando. But at the same time, this is a fully online tournament where Orlando is completely on LAN. And for those who don't know. LAN is a completely different beast than online. You're not dealing with the server inconsistencies. You're not dealing with massive ping and ping issues entirely. You, you are on a what's supposed to be a zero latency connection because it is a LAN environment and it is all about your skill at that point in time. You're not relying on a connection. You're not relying on ping. You're not relying on server instability, whatever it may be. It is just you and your skill. So We saw some incredible halo over the weekend. We did flat out full stop. We saw some unbelievable halo over the weekend in an online tournament. Okay. I just want to preface all that before we get into this. So villain. Thank you for the follow. Greatly appreciated. Oh quadrant was in the open as well. Thank you very much for that. I appreciate it. It might help if I, you know, wait quadrant. No, In the qualifier? Maybe in the qualifier, sure, but they didn't qualify. Yeah. But uh, Space Station were there, so there's that too. Regardless, let's break it down. So, I kind of want to do this. eh, Nah, fuck it. Um, Starting in the winner's bracket, we're not going to go through the entire bracket here. Um, optic gaming ran through, like that was kind of a given we, we already know, we already know what optic is capable of doing online and they really just, they really just kept doing what we already knew they were able to do online. Um, it's LC welcome. Thank you for the follow and welcome to the live show. So optic, optic gaming ran through the upper side of the bracket. That was kind of expected, right? Yep, yep. We, I, I think when in our predictions we said that it would it would make sense if optic won the event because it is an online event.
1: They they have shown to be very strong online. Yes,
0: hundred yes, percent. Then things got really interesting, and when I mean really interesting, I mean really really interesting. In winners bracket round two. G1 went up against Native Red and for those again who don't know who Native Red are, Native Red are XKCP. So they're the full KCP roster now just under Native Red. G1 actually lost that series. So, we already again online performance, land performance, that XKCP roster, now Native Red, they're a top 5-6 team. Yeah, consistently top 5-6. But G1 a lot of people truly believe that they're on the they're on the rise, right? And I and I I buy into that a little bit. I buy into that hype a little bit, where I, I think they they could do something cool. But we haven't seen anything on LAN yet. And the online tournaments that they've played in, they haven't played against the top teams. So they play against this XKCP roster, the native red roster, and they lose 3-2. Um, G1 gets sent to lower. Sentinels um do some work on their side of the upper bracket, right? taken out Ascend, and again, this is online. I'm excited to see what Ascend do in Orlando, and we'll talk about Orlando later. Sentinels beat Ascend 3-1. But then something happened. Something that I don't think anybody was really expecting to happen. The final winner's bracket round two match was Cloud9 versus FaZe. Okay. And just to give a little bit of background here, for those who don't know, Phase is basically completely revamped, right? Renegade used to be on Cloud Nine, is now on Phase. Bound used to be on Phase, is now on Cloud Nine, okay? And they're arguably the best, like, twos team ever. Oh, yeah. Right? But now they play against each other, obviously. Cloud Nine, for all intents and purposes, got their asses whooped. They got handed in that series phase. We, we talk about all, I personally talk about all the time, how I, I could not see that team working, uh, unless they had obviously a lot more practice under their belt. And I didn't think it was going to happen going into Orlando, going into worlds, whatever it may be. Right. This is my opinion. I thought they were too slayer dominant. They'd have a lot of things to work on, especially from an objective standpoint. Well, guess what? I say it all the time. I know this is only online, but I'm I'm gonna say it as I seize it. And they it really felt like the practice that they put in, that they've been putting in, has really paid off from an objective standpoint. They handed it to Cloud9. Like it they made it look like they were playing matchmaking games. So that happens. They 3-0 Cloud9 and send Cloud9 to losers. Now, the only other thing I'll say about Cloud9 is that for those who haven't been paying attention, we also understand that Cloud9 is not a great online team. They never really have been since, like, the Pro League matches leading into, like, what, between Raleigh and KC? Yeah, I I, I don't think they're that good of an online team. Um carnage in the words of wall sheets, like taking candy from a baby. Hey, it, it really did feel like it was that easy for them. Oh man. What's up. Omega says, Hey, Jets will have to watch that C nine phase game. Missed that one. Absolutely. Go back and watch it. VODs are included in the Google doc of the show. It's the show, by the way, exclamation point show notes in chat, check it out. So phase move on in a very dominant fashion, right? So then we have a matchup. That's like, okay, this really feels like this could be a test. Sentinels phase. You have your KC champions and Sentinels going up against a team that are red hot off their victory against cloud nine. And while this is online, they, it really feels like they're feeling themselves right now. And uh, I believe it was said like Spartan or someone was talking about how they should have, they felt like they should have won game one. I think it was this series. Yeah. Um, things just didn't work out. Sentinels end up taking the series three, two, but it was close. It was a close series. Now I keep trying to preface this with, this is an online event, but really guys, I'm, I'm starting to eat my own words about this phase roster. It really feels like they are learning from their mistakes and they're implementing changes to make themselves a better team. And if there's anything that I ever wanted, it's that. As much as as much as I whatever I think about Spartan in the game, whatever I thought about that phase roster as a whole, clearly what they're doing appears to be working, at least within this online standpoint. Okay. So then before we move into losers bracket, optic gaming versus sentinels in the winner's bracket final. Okay? And man, what what else is there to say at this point other than OpTic are literally the best team online?
1: They, I mean, it was first game, uh, seven game series we saw, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And it went 4-1 to OpTic and they, man, they, yeah, they just looked so good online. It's in, It's almost insane.
0: It is absolutely insane. I also want to give a very... Um, I want to give a shout out to, um, United specifically for putting on this event and having, and this is, this is big for me personally, best of seven winners, final best of seven loser final. Yeah. And obviously best of seven grand final. When I saw that every series was going to be best of five, I'm like, okay, it's a three day event, Right. Winner lose double elimination, all best of five series until the last three, and the fact that we got a best of seven winners, losers, and grand, I was so happy about that. Because as much as I give shit to Spartan, he's right. You cannot really determine the skill of a team in a best of three. You really can't. And so it's just it's great to see best of fives, it's great to see more best of sevens. I hope that continues in an official capacity moving forward. So, let's go to loser's bracket here. Unfortunately for for complexity, they faced off against Cloud9 right away. <laughs> Probably not what they wanted to go up against and they got eliminated. No. Um so that's very unfortunate. Um Ascend 30 TSS Esports. So Ascend putting in some fucking work there. That's good to see. G1-3-0 oh, e united Yeah. I
1: will say, I may have jumped the gun in our predictions, because I put United fourth. Sure. Fourth, because yeah. I thought with the...
0: addition of Snipedown.
1: addition of Snipedown, that things may have been a little bit better over there, especially with how that team is set up. It just didn't come to fruition in
0: this tournament. And you know what? I don't even blame you, because I, I was probably feeling the same and last week I named this episode practice makes perfect when did. I felt like after watching this event and watching how these series went out, you know, I felt like that'd be the perfect title for this week's episode because the, if I were to encapsulate this, this event as a whole, and we'll go through the other series shortly. But like, if I was to encapsulate this entire tournament, it would be that practice makes perfect. The teams that, had been solidified the teams that have been working together for a while. They were the ones that really felt like they were coming out on top in more scenarios than not. Yeah. Where United, they had just picked up snipe down.
1: Right. It, it was in fresh. an official
0: capacity. Right. Yes. So we've, we know they've been scrimming for a little while, but in an official capacity, they were, they were now a new team and you go up against G one and losers and G one have been together for a little while. Not an ex- like not an extravagant amount of time but they have been together for a while. And we already know what G1 were capable of doing, and they handed it to United. And then the last one, Native Black went up against Fnatic, and Fnatic lose yet again um, 3-2. Moving on, Cloud9 coming off against their win against Complexity are going up against Ascend. And Ascend almost had it. Ascend almost had it. And I know this is online, but Ascend almost had it. And that says something to me. I like that. I like seeing that. But Cloud9 were able to equal win out. 3-2 to two against Ascend. Ascend, good shit to you guys. Okay? And a little teaser. I'm excited to see what you do in Orlando. And then the other side, uh, Native Black obviously continued against Fnatic, but uh, G1 just 3 0 them too. So that, that wasn't really competition at that point. So then we have Cloud9 going up against Native Red. Native Red, again, being KCP. Cloud9 3-0, that roster. Hot 3-0. Hot 3-0. Maybe they're making a little... Maybe they're feeling themselves a little bit more, getting back into that groove. We'll see if FaZe have anything to say about that. So FaZe went up against G1, and uh, again, this was another example of me having to eat my own words right now. This was another example now, I've said it that G1, to me, haven't played a lot of the top teams in a tournament format. But here's where it came to. Phase went up against G1 and 3 0'd them. And we know what the individual talent is capable of doing on that Phase roster. You have Renegade, which is arguably the best player in the game, you have Spartan, a phenomenal shooter. You have Falcated, probably the unsung hero of the entire team, right? Um, And you have Nick, newly added to the roster, really gels with Spartan. We already knew that. And now it really feels like they are more of a cohesive
1: unit. Yeah, the way Spartan and Nick know how each other play really just elevates both of them.
0: Yes. And, And that was one of my worries, right? My worry was that Nick would be too aggressive but it wasn't necessarily the case.
1: Do you think his time
0: on other teams
1: calmed him down a bit? It
0: might've you, you brought that up last week. If I'm not mistaken, you, you had that idea that maybe that would be the case where he'd have an opportunity to learn. And yes, I, I agree. I think that that probably had some play in it. We already know how he works well with Spartan and my worry. And, and the other big thing is too, is, regardless of my thoughts about Tyler is that he said it perfectly. And I gave him so much praise for this on the show as well. He acknowledged their downsides as a team. And he said, I need to do better. I need to learn how to rally this team together. And I need to learn to like, whether he said like change his play style up or just be the teammate that he needs to be for that team.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And holy shit, did it really feel like it worked out in that series? But that wasn't their real first. There was that wasn't their real true test until they faced off against Cloud Nine again. Well, not again, but they faced off against Cloud Nine. Well, yeah, because they they faced in the winners bracket. This was the second. Matchup. Oh yeah, they did. Yes, I apologize. Yes. So this, they three owed Cloud Nine easily in winners. To send Cloud9 to losers. Cloud9 are fighting and clawing their way back up. And they face off against each other again. This time in the loser semifinal. I don't know if this is going to be a situation where a team just has another team's number. You know? But again, while Cloud9 were able to take a game off and FaZe just proved to be way too fucking dominant. And they 4 one them. Yeah. That's... Again, I always preface, this is an online event. But if this is going to be an indication to what Orlando brings, I'm really happy to be proven wrong about this Phase roster right now. I really am. All I want is for the top teams to be competitive. All I want is for more competition to be happening at the top. And if FaZe can bring what they're bringing in this event to a LAN environment, and we all know they have the skill to do so, but if they can gel in a LAN environment and really work together, sky's the limit for this team. Absolutely. And in a in a post-game interview, in a post-series interview with Renegade, uh, I think he said something about how this is the most passionate team he's ever been on. And that means a lot. Yeah, it can. If you're if you really do work alongside your teammates, that can mean the world. And if everybody's on the same page mentally, oh man, there's no stopping you. Nothing's going to bring you down. It's so yeah, I, I love to be proven wrong in these types of situations because they, they deserve it. Fire says phase as as one of the best land animals
1: you could ever find. Renegade gives them a punching chance to any series on land.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's and that's the thing I just need them to bring it on LAN, right? Yeah. That's all. I just need them to bring it on LAN. But then we have the rematch. The rematch of Sentinels versus FaZe. And will You know what they say? You know what they say about Championship Sunday? You know what they say about Sentinels? On championship Sunday. It's when they get hot. They don't really lose. Not not normally. No. They don't really lose on championship Sunday. And, uh, well, they didn't in this case. And they actually beat FaZe. Um, but I think that series went down to the wire. I don't have the results right in front of me, unfortunately. But I think that series went down to the wire. But either way, phase bow out, top three of the E United Grunt Classic. And I loved I loved what I saw. I loved what I saw from them. As somebody who has been heavily critical of that team, um, of the roster changes that they'd made, uh, the with, with Snipedown on that roster being such the sleigh dominant team that they were what I thought would be their deficiencies in objective play, um, maybe egos as well. It really feels like they they have honed in, and they all know what they want, and they all know that they have something to prove. And that's great to see. Oh, never mind. It's I'm not, an
1: idiot. It went uh, 4-1 Sentinels. 4-1 Sentinels. Face took game one, uh, strongholds 20, 250 to 121, and then... Uh... Sentinels just proved. Sentinels kind of ran away with it after that.
0: Sentinels are Sentinels for a reason. You want to fast forward to the grand final real quick for me, if you wouldn't mind? Well, this is just a single VOD for that. Okay. Um, The grand final, ladies and gentlemen, was a rematch of Optic versus Sentinels. And yeah, you don't fuck with Sentinels on Championship Sunday. But... Now, this is the series that went the, di- that went the distance. This went to a game seven in the first best of seven, and that's where it ended. Um, It really felt like Sentinels knew what to do at this point against this Optic team. Taking games one and two. Now, granted, game two was close, but taking games one and two. Optic fight back in, what, 250 to 75? On a stronghold. Yeah, they yeah. fucking annihilated them. They couldn't... Uh, Sentinels couldn't get anything going.
1: This overtime capture the flag on Catalyst was,
0: yeah. it, oh my God. Insane, right? It
1: was insane. The, I just, I couldn't believe they got a, they basically got a free run almost at the end with, mm-hmm. uh, I think Royalty went over Bridge or somewhere. I, I don't remember where he went, but, but he should have died and he, the shots just didn't connect and he got away with the flag.
0: Yep. And hey, I always preface it. It was an online event. Maybe online. something would have been different if that was on land. But regardless, didn't matter. They still eked out that win of that game. Good for them. But then Optic ran away. Optic ran away with it, and they win games four, five, you I know, mean, five, six, and seven, handily. Basically, like let's be real.
1: This is where, and why, seven game series are so important. Yes. Because if this was a five game series, Sentinels walk away.
0: Yep, yep. And you d- and now I I understand that there's a lot of uh, a lot of pro players out there dislike the Slayer variant in competitive Halo. Um, may not take a lot of skill. Uh, promotes more of a camping nature. Whatever it may be. Uh, maybe don't use it as a decider in a series. A lot of different arguments based around the Slayer game type, but. This is why I love it. This is why I love it right here. Is that you, in in my opinion, and I'm not a professional player, but in my opinion, if you are supposed to be the best of the best, then you are supposed to adapt to any situation. And
1: it, there is something for me that's exciting just about it's you and your enemy. There's nothing else. No objective. You know, it's not about how long someone can stand in an area, right? It's nope. how good your shot is, which these FPSs, that's what it's all about. Yep. Your shot against someone else's shot, positioning, map control, power-up control, all of it. It's the focus, not an objective that's on the
0: side. In a in a Slayer in Infinite, it's it's like distilled down to the core of the game type. It's distilled mm-hmm. down into the core of what competitive Halo is. It is you, your gun, your skill. Mm-hmm. And that that's what I love to see. Because you're right, positionals, map control, power-up control, power-weapon control, whatever it may be, yeah. any little thing that you do could dramatically change the outcome of that game.
1: And that's, uh, you know, that obviously is all important in objective gameplay as well. Absolutely. But... There's been times where I've seen it where you can have all the control but something funny happens mm-hmm. and a team holds a king of the hill for some reason. Yep. And even though they they're down like this the slayer just does feel like every little
0: thing is important. Absolutely. Um so yeah, optic win the event, right? Optic win the event. B- pretty handily, if we're being completely honest here. Yes, it would have gone to a second best of seven, but OpTic just, just didn't want it to go that far. They ended it in game seven. Good for them. I mean, I was kind of
1: agreeing with Tony on the broadcast. I just wanted to see more Halo. Give yeah. me a second best of seven. <laughs>
0: yes, and, and Tony was right too, is that, and what people we saw some amazing competitive Halo in this tournament. No doubt about it. We saw some amazing... Competitive Halo of this tournament. Uh prod, we're talking about the E United Grunt Classic. And also uh, welcome to the live show, by the way. And Tetrify. Thank you for the follow. Greatly appreciate it. And yeah, it was a it was a great event. It was a great event. There is one thing. There's a couple plays. Absolutely, prod. Don't worry about it. There are a couple plays that I want to talk about. Okay. Um loser's final the losers final it was game 3 ctf on bazaar okay we know how wacky that fucking game can get right yes okay sorry all good <laughs> game 3 ctf on bazaar it went to overtime as a matter of fact and there were two overshield plays by sentinels okay there were two overshield plays by sentinels again this is against phase Okay, this is against Space. Losers final. Two overshield plays by Sentinels. The first one. And this is to me, this was the perfect like, hey, we fucked up the first time, but we are one of the greatest teams in the world, and this is how we bounce back in the same exact game in the same overtime with a different overshield to take control of the game and win. Okay? the first overshield that they got all of them were overextending and they never really got a numbers advantage to pull a flag instead they just grabbed overshield they ran in people were dying left and right nothing really worked okay you you have overshield you should be taking that as an opportunity to yes you can be more aggressive but take that up as an opportunity to be like we have we have an overshield here we have like not not another man on the field. You know what I mean, but just like more difficult kill. Yeah. And you can be more aggressive. You can get set up. You can make that a part of your setup. But they just overextended. Nothing worked out for that overshield and it just it blew up in their face. But they didn't get distracted by that. They didn't let that take them down and that didn't let they didn't let that make them lose the game. Instead, again, same overtime, same game, just a different overshield. The second one had them waiting as a team to get numbers advantage. And they made a coordinated push into the base. They got the flag. And multiple members of Sentinels were always, always right behind members of phase to flank them every single time. It was a. I'm not when I saw, I, I literally said this out loud to myself when I was watching this. That first overshield play. I'm like, what guys, that was not it. Like, what are you doing? And then the second one waits, has grapple shot ready to go, pulls it towards him, get numbers advantage, start making your way in, get behind them. Always have players rotating in front of like behind face players. And it was, it wasn't a, like, it wasn't a flawless flag cap because obviously face put up a little bit of a fight, but like they were just, they made the perfect play with that overshield. And that's what separates the good teams from the great teams. They they took that first overshield and like, fuck it, we'll put that one in the bin, doesn't matter. And that second overshield over play was beautiful to let them win that game. Unbelievable. And then, again, the last thing I want to say about this event is that I'm eating my words about FaZe right now. And you know what? Nothing makes me happier. You know, I... You asked me my top
1: three. Yeah, I got it right for once. You did. That's what I said: Sentinels, optic, and phase. I don't. I remember you gave me a look when I said phase because they're yeah. obviously trying to get together.
0: But no, you're good. I just, I, my, my thought was because of Cloud Nine being Cloud Nine, I thought they'd be better, but they just weren't. Tetra says so. They pull a tree, then actually send two guys behind the, them, spawning a shoddy. Yeah, basically, it was it. It really felt like uh, Tetrify. It felt like a work of art, like just being. It felt like the most beautiful, masterful play happening in front of my eyes with that second overshow that they pulled. I, I'm not, it. It honestly felt like perfect. Every all you know, the analysts, the casters, all these guys talk about. Oh, like when you're down, um, two hundred to fifty in a strong or, or like two forty nine to fifty in a strongholds game. This team needs to play perfect halo to get back and win this game, right? Because one screw up will have them losing the game. Sentinels literally played perfect halo in that overshield play to get them that flag cap and win that game. It was it just as a competitive Halo fan, I got to sit back in my chair and be like that's the that's the shit I love to see. Like overkills, triple kills, killing sprees, killing frenzies, all these awesome pop-off plays are cool, right? A cross map skewer kill, whatever it may be, awesome to see. But to see a setup like this in a play work like this when an, you see
1: the full thing come yes come in and work start working
0: in an overtime situation on bizarre flag nonetheless because where overtimes always happen yep it was just so cool to see it was so cool and man it like we love a lot of competitive t- uh, titles you know um sometimes we talk about cod valorant whatever it may be but like just it's man those halo plays are just so good so good um but yeah i'm really really happy with what phase are doing
1: yeah um should i run through the placings here please do can, please so, do <clears throat> the way it all shook out in seventh and eighth we had native gaming black and ascend mm-hmm. fifth six ended up being gamers first and native gaming red then cloud nine did take fourth phase and third sentinels in second, and second optic are your champions of the united grunt classic
0: Absolutely. And yeah, uh, shout out optic um, for winning the event. They are online gods. We already, they're, yeah, they're established. Yep, We already kind of knew that. So that's good to know that that consistency continues. Um, huge shout out to phase. I know that it's not the, that the, the result that they wanted. Um, but again, I love being able to say, I can eat my own words on this. It feels like they're not only taking steps. They're taking like giant
1: strides. Right yes. now. Yes. So, yes, they are. It's it's impressive to see.
0: My my biggest worry because we solve Orlando to talk about we're going into our preview shortly. Um my biggest worry was objective play. That was my biggest worry for that team is that they are too slay dominant. Who is going to do the objective work? Who's going to do the dirty work on that team? Was it going to be falcated because he kind of feels like the soft spoken player? No. It really feels like it doesn't matter. It's that's yeah, that's I think that's important that
1: there's not someone Yes. Who's designated. Yep. Because um, I've seen that when like someone's like a designated ball person, sometimes they're not in position just to pick up the ball and go. You're losing time. Right. If everyone can chip in and get get points on the board,
0: great. They And they they played objective great. They did. They had great objective play all weekend long, and that is something that I was truly worried about with that roster. To put a pin on this, Again, this was an online tournament. So, of course, there were a lot of other factors at play. Um, I did see some players saying that the servers felt like they were in a lot better of a state over the weekend, which is great to hear. But as we always say, the true test is LAN. And as the pros have said, they know that too. They know that, they want that, and they hit that home, is that the real test is a LAN environment. And like I said, if FaZe, if phase can bring it, they are going to be fucking scary. So, Will? Yeah. That's it for the Grunt Classic. Again, if you want to check out the VODs of the tournament, they're in the show notes of the show. Exclamation point, show notes and chat. Go check them out, please. And uh, again, huge shout out to E United for putting this event on in the first place. Um especially right before a land. I think it is great practice leading into the event. And while I personally don't think this paints a vivid picture of what to expect, um I I love the idea of having these before lands. And obviously a lot of the sentiment is the same that I've seen across the community and I've also seen a lot of people say what if this was a like a boot camp land? What if, what if this was a land, right? A mini land. And maybe we have some of those in the future. And that'd be really cool to see. A couple other shout outs before we move on is a huge shout out to the broadcast team for doing the work at this event. You guys, I I tweeted it before, but I'm going to say it here because obviously you guys don't deserve, you guys, you guys don't get enough praise that you deserve. And you guys killed it all weekend long as usual, but want to give the shout out because you deserve it. And then uh, shout out to all the talent that was on there as well. The casters, the analysts, you guys did a phenomenal job as well. Kept the hype going all weekend long. And if there was if there was one semi-criticism that I'd have for the event is that kind of felt like we went back in time in terms of the, the lack of break utilization. Where it was a lot of like timers, um, not a lot of content in between. But you know what? That's okay. Still loved all the Halo that was being played. I
1: think for it being what it was mm-hmm. and, um, you know, it's put on by an organization, not well, the, the quality we're used to, like, it's, it's fine that it's not at that full like land level. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: At least for me. Also, I want to point out uh, shout out to Timmy Tinkler, uh, rain on E United I don't know if anybody was paying attention, but I thought this was was fucking hilarious because clearly they filmed this. They filmed their little segments, their controller segments, I imagine before the GAs were in place. Oh, yes, because they were talking about Drop Weapon. Yeah. Rain, because it was always the same clip that was was played for each player, but in Rain's video, he always would talk about how he has a paddle linked to uh, Drop Weapon and how important it is in Competitive Infinite. And I'm like, ooh... That's ouch. Yeah. A little, a, little, uh, a little late, but it I thought it was funny. Um but yeah. Really, really cool event. Awesome Halo that was played all weekend long, some incredible plays as well. And it's just it just proves again why we love competitive Halo so much. Um but well without further ado, let's move into our second topic of the week, which is our HCS Orlando major preview. We're gonna give our predictions for the event. It is next week, and I can't, I can't, I know the players can't wait. Like, I can't fucking wait till we get to another land. Like, this is going to be, this is the true test. This is what we've been waiting for since KC. This is everything culminating into a spectacular weekend. Can't wait. But if you're not going to be at the event, or if you are going to be at the event, you're going to have your phone up the entire time. There are Twitch drops. So let's talk about Twitch drops first. Um, there is a diamond weapon charm that looks fucking awesome. I wonder how big it's going to be. Like, is it going to flop everywhere around? Is it a giant diamond or is it just going to be like a nice little like side? I hope it's the size of the active camo charm that they have. Um, for those who don't know, there's an active camo charm in Infinite that mimics the Halo 1 Active camo, so like the the pyramid yep. with the blue in there. And uh, fun fact, it also um, it glows. Like oh, the, it does. Yeah, it? it's really really cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so I hope it's that size. I thought that was a good size. But yeah, you can get a diamond weapon charm available Friday through Sunday for watching for two hours on any of the main streams, um, or well, Twitch.tv forward slash Halo. It looks like. And then the Gladiator's Edge. This is the diamond coating, right? For the sidekick, which had already previously been available. This is the same coding that had previously been available, but it's available again. Um, again, Saturday through Sunday, watch for two hours. And then the gladiators edge commando is also going to be available. It is the grand finals drop and you can watch for one hour, but that's not all. If, uh, you watch any of the co-streamers, but wait, there's more. Thank you. Will, um, if you watch any of the co-streamers, if you watch for two hours, you will get the Ordinance Disposal nameplate and emblem. This is brand new. And if you watch for four hours, you will get the HCS launch coatings from the Mark V, Mark VII, and Yoroi cores, which had previously been available. So if you're any at all interested in getting those drops, you should make sure to tune into to the official channel or the co-streamers and get your drops. It's... I... I'm not happy
1: personally, that they're giving away the HCS launch. Runs. Oh, here we go again. It's like that exclusive. You know, the, it, it should have been exclusive to the launch of the HCS and now we're
0: if anyone was uh, wondering gonna, about yeah. Will's thought process on exclusive I- exclusivity uh, ask him about what was supposed to be the exclusive hoodie at Raleigh. Oh, and then they sold it on the site afterwards. Yeah, still available right now by the way when it's like,
1: you know, with a title like HCS launch, it just feels yeah. like that's something that should have been there at the launch. No, I get it. And that's when you get it. And then if you don't get it, you weren't there at launch. And now I feel diminished for having that skin. I'm not going to use it now because it doesn't like, it's not as cool. It's like, oh, you we're, rock, there we're rocking the optic anyway. playoff
0: bundle anyway. <clears throat> are, wait, wait, what are you rocking right now?
1: I got the, uh, the black blue and pink from, like, season, like, the neon oh, thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got the bunny ears on now. Okay. And I got the big, like, clouds of smoke when you run Jesus around. Jesus Christ.
0: Yeah. Uh, I either run, I switch I, between Optic Playoff and E-United Playoff.
1: I am rocking the Optic Playoff BR.
0: Same. Um, I think I might be doubling up because I, I think I have this, the new Sentinels charm on my Optic BR. Just, I, I, I don't I put the Cloud Nine one
1: on it. It's a good, it's a good charm because it doesn't strictly say Cloud Nine, and I just felt weird putting like sure another team's thing sure. on. <laughs> just
0: I just like, I what? love I love the look of that Sentinels Cube. I think it looks so good. It is good. Yeah,
1: I'm gonna have to throw that on the ARs. Or wait, can oh. you put it on the other ones? I haven't checked.
0: Not if it's a kitted weapon. And the and the ARs right, right, but- the ARs are kitted. But they have oh. But if you use like if you use any other coding, obviously if you if you use like a traditional coding, then yes you can put the charm on it. on it. Yeah. But yes, the ARs the the team bundles for the ARs are kitted. So, Bummer. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully they change that up later. Um. But we've already divulged as yes, we that. have. Yeah. Um. So yeah, if you want to get your Twitch drops, make sure you tune into any of the streams. Get your Twitch drops. Always going to be a fun time. Also, I saw people asking about. Uh, what about the diamond coating for your armor? And uh, Lucid, I believe, had already been wearing it. Um, but yeah, it'll it it's it'll more than likely be, I cannot confirm, but it'll more than likely be a world's um, Twitch drop. Uh-huh. So you're just going to have to wait for that. Wait another month. Yeah, not too long, not too long. And we have Orlando, which is going to be even it, just just as, I'm not going to say more exciting, but very exciting. Regardless. Halo competition is going to be exciting on land on, on land. land. Next up. There's a halo three throwback throwdown.
1: Ooh, bring it back. Though. It's been
0: a long time. Yes. It's been a long time since I've been able to say that. Love it. To celebrate 15 years of halo three. Holy shit. I'm old. Iconic pro players from that era will clash in the throwback throwdown at the HCS Orlando 2022 major. More details are coming soon. It is Sunday, September 15th. I mean, 15th, 25th. Jesus. 9 a.m. Pacific time, 12 p.m. Eastern time, so 11 a.m. Central. It'll be Halo Infinite. So
1: your favorite Halo 3 players playing in Halo
0: Infinite. Interesting. Okay. Now, there was like, I saw, I saw, I think it was Flamesword or someone speculating. What if they do Halo 3 Forge maps in Infinite? Like this could be like a kind of like how Halo five had that classic playlist. They did, but that was my only champ I've ever gotten in Halo five was the Halo three throwback playlist. You can judge me all you want based off that. That's fine. But I never, that was my first and only ever champ rank in five was the Halo three throwback playlist. Damn. Did I love that playlist? Damn. Do I hate isolation? That map is God awful. It doesn't matter what game it's in. That map is just awful sphincter's cool but that map is awful (laughs) i mean it would be
1: it would be interesting for them to basically be able to show forge off at a competitive event
0: and that's the thing that is what that's that's what folks were talking about was it could be a really cool like gateway into everybody loves these iconic maps you know and why not have them be the first people to really play these live environment it could be really cool yeah um could be a, a disaster but could be really cool but either way even if it is just infinite kind i was hoping you know to celebrate 15 years of Halo 3 iconic pro players from that era will clash in the throwback throwdown so immediately my thought before seeing the Halo Infinite part my immediate thought was oh my god they're playing Halo 3 that sounds awesome
1: that's what i thought
0: too yeah and then it's this Halo Infinite i'm like oh how is this celebrating Halo 3?
1: You know? They're celebrating the players, not right, the right. And that's, game itself. And
0: that's fine. But if they were to celebrate the game itself by maybe doing the Forge maps, that could be pretty cool. There you go. Pure speculation. Yes. And yes, Carnage, you're right. Snowbound was ass too. And don't get me started on Boundless. That map sucked too. Polish a turd. It's still a turd. And then what announced today, as a matter of fact, Huge, huge, huge shout-out to the LVT team. They are the official co-stream for HCS Orlando 2022. This is by Louis V. Titan over on Twitter. He says, Even more excited because ToolsCast and I are looking to change the game with the help of TVU Networks. We aim to provide live updates from inside the venue at HCS Orlando. So, if you have not followed them on Twitter already, you should fucking do so. Because otherwise, what are you doing with your life? And they they put on Money Tuesday, great events, amazing events, Last Spartan Standing tournaments, whatever it may be, they put it on, and they do a wonderful job. I just
1: I'm imagining it like a news station, like we're watching the event, and it's like now the tools uh, over
0: at. <laughs> <laughs>
1: live from Orlando.
0: He's in. He's in. He's in the pit. <laughs> Omega, right? He's just. He's just in there. You see here, you kids just fucking screaming over the mic. Like we got some shit going on over here. Follow me It just runs over to the game being played. That'd oh, be amazing. That'd be amazing. I miss when Money Twos did actual Twos matches. They do. What are you talking about, Angoy? Oh, I mean, if we're just talking strictly about the last one, then yes, they had a four v four, but they had a two v two undercard as well. So, yo, no. chica, with a three month resub. Thank you so much. Thank you. You get a. Woo. Um, oh, shit. Maddie coming in says also some news. It went unannounced, but halo.gg got a well-needed facelift. Oh, I think that deserves to go to the website right quick and take a pixie pake. I'll wait for you to load it up. How, how's it looking? It is better right off the rip. And primarily the reason I say that is because, oh my God, guys, all of the eSports news crazy to think about is in one spot. Very nice. It does look looks good, looks good. And Maddie also says also some more news. HTS just tweeted a Halo Infinite world premiere for the throwback throwdown. I wonder if that is then. I wonder, I mean, I'm not this is pure speculation, but I wonder if that is then. Um, Forge maps. I have absolutely no idea. Let me see. Maddie, can you post the link, please? Tweeted a tease. Can you post the link, please? Oh, yeah. It says, oh, did we mention there will be a Halo Infinite World premiere for the throwback throwdown? Wonder what that could be.
1: Oh, so there's going to be a premiere while the throwback throwdown is going on. Sounds like it. I thought they were doing a premiere on Twitter, like showing
0: something off. No. Got it. Got it. So that's going to be fun. That's going to be fun. I'm excited to see it. Yes. Very, very excited indeed. Orlando is going to be so fun. I don't even fucking care that we're not going. Like, I just, I'm so excited to watch Halo. Listen, going to
1: events, it's amazing. It's amazing being there, talking to people, being around the atmosphere. Mm -hmm. But there's something to be said about being able to sit at your desk. Maybe you got just some PJs on. Oh.
0: Have snacks sitting next yeah, to you you don't your, have to deal with chicken snacks. tenders.
1: You don't gotta go to the yeah, the <laughs> the food area and pay ten bucks for four chicken strips. Yep. Uh, <laughs> you can put your feet up and do what you want. It is wonderful. It'll be it'll be a nice break
0: from all the events, but we'll miss being there deeply. Yes. Yes. Um but you know who won't miss being there, uh not being there because they will be there. Gamers outreach. As a matter of fact, they have a new partnership. So who's going to Orlando next week for HCS Orlando 2022? We are, not we, Gamers outreaches. We're pumped to announce that we'll be hanging out at the final open event of the year for HCS and teaming up with HCS grassroots members to raise money for the kids. Keep an eye out for details. And that, pardon my French, but I don't care. It's our show. That's fucking awesome. Like that's, that's so, so cool. We, there's so, there've been so many, and this isn't a dig at Make-A-Wish. Make-A-Wish are amazing as well. It's just we, we've seen so many charity events around Halo and raising money for go-karts for Gamers Outreach and seeing them in an official capacity be the partnered uh, charity for Orlando. I love this. Absolutely love this. So um, if you guys have the means to do so, please consider donating and help those kids out play some video games while they're going through tough times in their life as well and try to bring them, bring them a little bit of joy. So please, please, please donate if you are able. Will. Yeah. I'm going to make you press the button. Oh, boy. Can you hit me with a little bit of that roster recap? Roster recap. Recap. Thank you. I appreciate you. Here are your pool play qualified teams, ladies and gentlemen. You have Optic Gaming in your first seed. I'll run through seeds. Like, this will be first through eighth, right? So, Optic Gaming is APG, Formal, Lucid, and Trippy. G1 coming in with the second seed boo pre Predevinator, Swish, and Squal Third seed, Sentinels, Frosty, Lethal, Royal 2, and Snakebite. And rounding out the fourth seed, we have Cloud9, Bound, Eco, Penguin, and Stellar. Fifth, United, Rain, Ryan, Snipe Down, and specter And sixth, we have G2 Esports, Barcode, Gilky, Sabinator, and Straitsick. Seventh seed, Native Red your ex-KCP roster, Druck, Manny, Snipe, and Talik, and FaZe, clan in the eighth seed, Valkated, Kingnick, Renegade, and Spartan. In the ninth through 16th seeds, we have Ascend, Legend, Snipe Drone, Respectful, and Sika, Quadrant, T'Chick, Nurix, SLG, and Shad, uh, Na'Vi, Jimbo, Kimbo, Snakey, and Z-Mighties, J-Ling, Z-Sports, Morga, Flux, Quad, and Septic, Space Station, uh, formerly Pittsburgh Knights, Atso, Drift, Pelogod, and Tapping Buttons, Cruelty, Goroloco, Dragoniak, Noble, and Rinnigan, Centinegra, the the main one, not the third spinoff team, <laughs> of Borgie, Chrono, not Jerry, so we don't know who he is, and Stom, and the Chiefs rounding it out, winning the Australia New Zealand regional, that includes Beeston, Berserk, Madzy, and Slays.
1: Thanks for putting the oomph and beast in there. Oh yeah,
0: beast in. And now let's get into the actual pools before we get into our predictions, Will. In pool A, we'll have Optic Gaming, Phase Clan, Ascend, the Chiefs, and again, an open bracket team. I'm just going to call it right now. That's the pool of death. That's pretty tough right there. You have literally the best team's I mean, besides Space Station, but you have the best team in EU, the best team in ANZ, the best online team in North America. Like, that pulls fucking stack. And then FaZe, who who are rising up. Yep, and I I shouldn't have, like, counted them out of this. It's just, like, you have those teams, and then, oh, and FaZe? Oh, shit. Yep. Pool B, G1, Native Red. That's going to be spicy. Quadrant, Centinegra, and an open bracket team.
1: Yeah, I think uh, G1 and native could go either way, really. Neck and neck.
0: Yep, based off what we've seen in tournament play, that could be very neck and neck. Pool C, Sentinels, G2 with barcode. Navi, Cruelty, and an open bracket team. I mean, I think
1: Sentinels are walking away with that one, honestly. Yep. I'm curious, barcode on G2 on LAN, you know? What is that going to be? Last time we saw him was in the, uh, the Texas land quote yes, unquote, the North American super. Yeah. It was a super n- land, not land. Cause just everyone went to Texas. Yes.
0: Everybody was still playing online. I, I mean, y- yeah, yeah. It was an online tournament. A lot of teams were in facilities, but it was an online tournament. And yes, Marco had played with G2 at that time. So I'm interested in seeing how he compares on land. Absolutely. And pool D is cloud nine, E United, Jailing Z Sports, Space Station, and an open bracket team.
1: This is. It all depends if E United can gel. Yeah, but I don't see them overtaking Cloud Nine at this point.
0: I don't either. And Tools says, "Hey, it's my favorite podcast. Hey, hey, it's one of our favorite people. What's up, Tools? Good to see you. And hey, let me also say congratulations to you live, um, to you and the LVT guys." That official co stream, that's fucking awesome. Let's get it. Yeah. Let's get it. I'm excited to hear what you guys talk about on the floor. We're gonna be we're gonna be watching from the comfort of our couches. And I just can't wait to see it all. It's gonna be so fucking awesome. So, so awesome.
1: The one we really didn't talk about was that in pool A, the pool of death. Do you think Optic can
0: hold off face? Should we get into some predictions? Sure. Yeah. All right. Um hard to best cloud nine and land? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh little skate. Thank you for the follow. Welcome yes. to the live show. Good to see you. And yes, that is very, very hard to do. We we talked about it in the Grunt Classic post show um earlier or earlier on in this show. That we know that C9 is not the best team online. We know that. And it's We hoaxer also came out that said we need to do better. And we know what he's capable of doing as a coach as well. And we know what that roster is capable of doing, especially in a land environment. So definitely not counting them out in the slightest, but predictions for pools first. Okay. Okay. I have it typed out. I didn't put it in the show notes because I wanted to keep this separate. I didn't okay. want people to okay. see it. I didn't want spoiled. You know what
1: I mean? I kind of went through mine. So you yeah. go through yours. So, I'll, I'll comment on pool A once
0: you... Absolutely. So pool A, I am going to say that optic eke it out. I'm going to say that optic take first in the pool. Again, this is just pools. Just pools. I'm going to say optic take per, take first in the pool, and I'm going to say phase take second. With Ascend taking third, Chiefs taking fourth, and then open bracket just... I, I, to be completely honest with you folks... I don't think an open bracket team is going anywhere and maybe that's me being naive, but if I'm looking at the, the talent that these top teams have already and the teams in these, in these pools, then yeah, I mean you, we could definitely see an open bracket team taking off a of Centenegra, taking off a of cruelty, taking off a of Jailings, Right. But I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't feel confident in that I feel much more confident in, in like direct pull play placings. And then my actual predictions, which are always wrong. So there's <laughs> that, but you did get you the United ones, the Grunt classic ones, right? So hey. good to you, man. Well, for once. Hey, that's better than I've ever done. One out of 150 predictions, hey, whatever it may be. A Broken <laughs> clock is right twice a day. All right. That's all you need all to right, know. All right. We got it once. That's it. Um. So yeah, I think optic take first in their pool with phase taking second, then ascendant chiefs. Um, I'm not, and this isn't to say like, oh, it's going to be fucking three O's across the board. No. Like, no, I don't mean that at all. I mean that, I think Ascend have a real chance to do something crazy here. I think that, uh, I don't think the Chiefs are really going to be able to do much. Um, I can agree. But Phase, if like I said, if they can get it together on a LAN, they're going to be fucking terrifying. But I still just think. And again, where I said that I could have said that uh, this week's episode could have been called Practice Makes Perfect. It, I, I never actually got around to saying this. If I were to encapsulate the United Grunt Classic Tournament, that would be where the teams that have... I did say this, actually. The teams that stuck together the longest, the teams that have the most practice under the belts were the ones that performed better over others. And if I were to pit Optic against FaZe in that pool, if I'm... I personally, and again, I could be very well wrong, but I personally feel like I have to go with longevity on this. And Optic have been together for a while. And yes, we know that they haven't transitioned to land well. We know that. But this could, and Lucid talked about it as well in the Grunt Classic, is that they know what they need to do. And I think they have an opportunity to do it here. So I am never counting phase out now. I've eaten my words. My words are swallowed. They are in my stomach. My acid is burning them up. <laughs> I'm not counting them out. But in that pool, I'm gonna give it to optic.
1: I'm gonna give it to phase.
0: Okay, I respect. I that. think
1: I've seen optic come out flat too often, and with the passion that phase is playing with if they get ahead in a series, I think they're not looking back.
0: And we know that optic, if they don't start well, things can go bad. We know that too. It all depends on how
1: the games lay out during the day for me. So if it's phase optic right
0: away, I might give that to phase. Sure. They might start out stronger. You never know. And I'm like, and like I said, I'm not counting them out. I respect your decision here. If me personally, I just have to go with longevity.
1: Sure. That makes sense for me. That's fair.
0: Um, Omega says, "I just hope the Chiefs can at least show that they can compete as the resident A and Z fan." Um, yeah, and that's that's the thing too. I don't want it. I don't want it to sound like I don't think they're going to do fucking anything. I really do hope they show out. It's just in that fucking pool, man. Yeah, that's it's tough. Oh, that pool is crazy. I that's why I feel so bad for them because I when the pools came out, I'm like they did this twice. I think KC had the same thing, where you had like. Some of the top teams from each region were in that pool A. It's just, I, get, I I know it's how seeds worked out, but still, wow. But there's that. All right, pool B. I'm sorry to all the G1 stands out there. But I am gonna give Native Red the upper ha- the upper hand here. And the reason why is because even though they're always a top 5-6 team, they're in a pool with arguably the other 5-6 team in G1. Yeah. And if, if they're going to go head-to-head, which we already know they are, they're the same pool, I'm going to give it to Native Red. That's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say Native Red, G1, Quadrant, C- Centenegra. I, I really can't give it
1: to one or the other. It sure. could It's 50-50 for me on who's mm-hmm. going to come out on top here, and it's going to
0: come down to Native Red and G1. And now I want, I want boo-boo to take all my Dubu, boo Okay. <laughs> I want more. I want nothing more than for boo-boo to take all my Dubu, boo Take everyone's Dubu. boo But again, if I'm going based off longevity, my gut tells me, and my gut's always wrong, but my gut tells me go with the tried and true 5'6 team in native red. And I want G one again. This is another instance of a phase situation where I want G one to make me eat, more, eat make me eat my words. I really do.
1: Tool says quadrant are the NA killers. I don't think any team is a clear one two. Oh, and that, Pool B, and pull B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quadrant could definitely. Could put, uh, yeah, upset potential. That's
0: I was trying to get out. I mean, if we're gonna get back to back overkills out of them again, yeah, you never know. Anything's possible. You know. And that was on land. So anything's fucking possible. No, I don't. I, I'm again, like, I know I'm going through placings right now in the pool, but this isn't meant to say that these are going to be three O's in my mind. This is just where I think they're going to end up when the pool is all said and done. This is where I just think they're going to end up. A lot of these series could be very close. We could absolutely have upsets, but in my mind, this is where I think we, it ends up. Um, And see, I agree with you, Tools, that Quadrant is, it does act like a great LAN team. But man, that pickup, and we haven't seen them on LAN yet. We haven't seen them on LAN yet, but that pickup of Boo Boo on G1 could be massive for them. And we also know how much they want it too. They know they have something to prove as well. And they seem like they have a really good thing going over there with Kenny at the helm. Just... It seems like G1's being run well, truly cares about the people that are involved, the players involved. And I think that could also go a long way in getting that mindset right for a tournament. Knowing the owners behind you 100% of the way can really boost confidence in a team. So, again, I don't even have G1 winning that pool, but we'll have to wait and see. Pool C. I think this was kind of the easiest one. Um, I have Sentinels, G2, Navi, and Cruelty. I think G2... I think Navi could have an upset over G2 here. Um, but you just see the amount of fun that they're having with Barcode on that team. And I love when teams have fun. Because when teams have fun and their their mentals are just locked in and it just it just feels like they're playing matchmaking... Everything's clicking. Oh, it's easy wins. It's easy dubs. And I'm not saying that they're, they're definitely not being Sentinels, but I'll say with G2 picking up barcode and the way that they're playing together, and I've seen smiles on faces, I like that.
1: Yeah, I like that. I, I agree with you. Send G2, Navi, Cruelty, just yep. in that order.
0: Yep. Easy peasy. Ship it. <laughs> Ship it. Uh, and then Pool D, this is where it's the, okay, Cloud Non-On-Land. I have Cloud9 going first, E-United second, Space Station with third, and fourth being j Um, I would like, I would love if we had a, a Space Station upset here uh, over E-United, but at the same time, at the same time, I really crave. And I was just giving a lot of praise to face. I crave a... United phase matchup at some point in this tournament. Would be I crave great. it would be great. Like it's fireworks are going to explode if, if that, if, and when that matchup happens. But um, I'm just going to say from a, well, yes, space station are the best team in the Mexico region. I'm not going to let it get away from the, the big brain plays that Ryan noob's able to make the pure slaying ability that Snipe down has, I'm not going to let that get away. So I'm, I am going to say cloud nine, take the pool and I'll probably say handily, um, United come in second space station, then Jlings. That's what I'll say. What about you? Will? Oh, for pool D. Yeah. Pool D.
1: I think I'm on board with that. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds. Yeah. Yeah. Ship it. Ship (laughs) that one too.
0: Good shit. All right.
1: Love it. Maybe you'll get both in one package. You know,
0: <laughs> oh my God. Um, Tool says I would have agreed until some of the recent signings and leadership, but that's me being spicy. Oh, I, I think I know what you're talking about right now. C90 USSG for sure. Good. Glad we're all on the same page. See like minds, great minds think alike. Here we are. But again, my predictions are always wrong. So if you want to look at predictions, don't look at mine. He, he's been correct. So you can look at him once. <laughs> hey, once is better than none. All right, Will. Tournament predictions for the event. Oh, God. The ones where I am always wrong, no matter what the fuck I say. Uh, Tool says, Clutch seems high on J-lings. SSG could be in the... For uh, uh, ruining or running. Uh, Tools, I don't listen to what Clutch says. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. But there is one thing I want to talk about with Clutch is that... uh, since you bring him up, it just reminded me of a play that happened during the grunt classic. And this isn't to throw shade at clutch. It's just like, I thought about like, why? Um, I forgot who were playing exactly. I should have noted this down. Clearly. I wasn't like, clearly I didn't. Um, but obviously the two teams were going up against each other. It was a strongholds game. And one of them were down. I'd say 120, maybe more points in the strongholds game but there were like five and a half to six minutes left in the game. And clutch was talking about how the only way this team's going to be able to come back is if they get a triple cap and they hold it. And I'm like, no, that's not the case. You have over five and a half minutes left in this game. Stick with the two cap, make rotations as needed, but keep them on spawn. Are you kidding me? Guess what the end? Guess what that team did? Went for the trip cap and lost. I think it was the United. I, I genuinely think it was the United. And I, like, and I thought to myself, why would, like, Clutch, I love you, and you're, you're a great mind in the scene. It's just when you said that, I'm like, what are you, what? Tool says, now nah, you're faded. Clutch knows. Nah, man. Clutch no. knows all. Like, I'm telling you, man, it's not about time. Dude, I'm, I, I'm not kidding, though. Like, and the funny thing is, is that the team went for the trip cap and lost the game. Like you don't need a trip cap. You have you have over five and a half minutes left in the fucking game. Get your two-cap, rotate as needed, keep them on spawn. I'm gonna have a sneeze attack. I'll be ready. Right all right, you go have your sneeze attack. You're all good, my friend. Um, Ungoy says SSG are looking very weak against North America as of late. Really want them to do well, but I don't think there are much hope. And that yeah, I don't I don't know. Um you're faded because there's literally no game clock on strongholds. What are you talking about? Tools, what the fuck are you talking about? What are you talking about? Am I going to I fucking a, I'm going to pull up this goddamn VOD right now. I am. Am I losing my mind right now? Bro, you're fucking, you're out of your mind. You're out of your mind. Get me into this game. Bro, what are you talking about? I'm literally watching a first fucking game of the stream. It counts up, not down. Oh, well, I am a fucking idiot. I'm sorry. I am a fucking idiot. My apologies. Uh, But no, like they literally didn't have to. My point still stands. You didn't need to go with the trip cap to win the game. You didn't need to go with the trip cap to win the game. You didn't. And they tried it, and they failed. So take that as you will. I get what you're saying, but your reasoning isn't sound. It's okay. Is my reasoning ever sound? Come on, let's be real. I scream a lot. So clearly I don't know what the fuck's going on United versus send. No, Justin, get out of here. I'm just kidding. Love you. Three caps are high risk, high reward. Uh, you just saw the risk. No, absolutely. And I, that's, I agree with you. Uh, I agree with you tools hundred percent. It's just when I, when I saw that, I'm thinking to myself, you don't need to go for it. We know how strongholds works. Yes. It's a high risk, high reward situation, but that's the thing. You can take the less risky approach, get the two cap, and focus on keeping a team on spawn. You know exactly where they're going to be coming from. I mean, you could
1: you could technically do that with three though too. If sure. you get the third, if you get a four dead, get the third cap, then every time they spawn, someone's going to be jumping probably in a stronghold, and right. you, you know where they're going to be coming from.
0: It's just and like like tools said, you saw the you just saw the risk, and that's the thing is that it did not work out for them in that instance, and. They were my problem with the play was is that they were already down by so much it felt to me it felt more like a desperation play instead of a trying to get something set up it's like oh we're down by so much as it is let's go like it didn't it didn't feel like there was a methodical approach to that play being made where if they had an established two cap ready to go and they had numbers on their side and then they pushed for that three cap, And then they had the setup going and then they were keeping people off spawn. Absolutely. That's fantastic. It just, to me, it didn't feel like that's how that played out. Um, until I agree with you. I agree with you tools. That's just the way I looked at it. Um, optics send C nine are definitely the top tier ranks after those three is phase G one and EU and no order. Hey, well let's, let's get into our predictions. Yeah. Did you enjoy your sneeze fest? It was great. Great. Good to hear. Good to hear. All right. I did, I did my top eight. You got top eight. I did my top eight. Okay. Okay. All right. I'll leave. You you can do whatever you want. I'm doing, I'm doing my top eight. I'm wrong all the time. It doesn't matter what I do. It doesn't matter what I say because I'm always wrong. Keep that in mind. And I'm wrong on strongholds decisions. So I'm just always (laughs) wrong. It doesn't matter. I don't know why you listen. So, My tournament predictions for Orlando. My top eight. People might be upset with this. I don't fucking care. It's my opinion. In seventh and eighth, I actually have a team taking a step back. And a team taking a step up. The team I have taking a step back is your classic top 5-6 consistency boys in native red. The XKCP team. I have them taking a 7th-8th spot. In the other 7th-8th spot, I have Ascend. I think they are actually going to be a threat to top North American teams this at this event. I'm not saying like the top, top teams of North America, hence why I have them 7th, 8th in this event. But I think they're going to, they might turn some heads. I think they're going to turn some heads. And again, my prediction's always wrong. In 5th, 6th, and this is where things get slightly more spicy. I have a team, another team, taking a step back. United. In the 5th, 6th spot. Well, I do want to see a phase E United matchup. I'm going to, I'll live for it. Like, I think it's going to be one of the greatest things ever if, and when it happens in the event, I just, as much as I love Ryan noobs, big headed plays, I don't think they have enough time under their belt. I just don't, um, and we already know what those players are able to do on that team, but if, if I'm just giving predictions right now, which I am, I'm going to put them in 5th, 6th. That's the way I look at it. And then, in the other 5th, 6th spot, Boo-Boo, take my dubu. Take it all, because I have G1 there. I have G1 being top 5th, 6th at Orlando. Well, Josh... If you have G1 and E United and Native Red and Ascend, where is G2? Not in the top eight. I don't have them in the top eight. Barcode, I love you. I love what you're bringing to this team. I just don't have you. I don't have that team in the top eight. My fourth place team is going to be Cloud9. Cloud9, we know what they can do on LAN. We know that they are a scary team on LAN. And I'm not trying to take anything away from them. I just think that there are three teams better than them. And I'm not going to do any, like, funny, crazy, ripping my shirt off or a jersey underneath this time <laughs> around. I'm not going to be doing any of that. I tried to put a little bit more thought into this and I already, like I said, I joke all the time that my predictions are always wrong, but like I do, I do try to like take into consideration everything that's happening, but we always know that anything can happen on land. Anything can happen. If a, if a game of a series of a day doesn't go your way, anything can happen. I just think there are three teams better than cloud nine. Even though we haven't seen one of them on land yet. And that team that I have taking third place is going to be FaZe. I still, I just, I gave a lot of praise to FaZe earlier on in this episode of the show for how well they performed, for how well they are doing, and how much they are improving as a team in such a short amount of time. And that only bodes well for them. And I already know what these players are capable of. They're some of the best in the game. But I just don't think they have enough time yet. Now, then the question would be like, well, why are you putting Cloud9 below them then if Phase don't have enough time? Cloud9, while they are great on LAN, they just haven't. Something doesn't look right with them. This isn't a knock against bound or anything, but just something doesn't look right. With that team. So I'm going to put phase in three. I'm going to put phase in the third spot. I think they're finally... F- finally. I think they're going to show what their potential can be in this event. Obviously, I think they're going to bring it at Worlds if they qualify, which they should. Uh, I think they are going to not necessarily turn some heads because I think a lot of people are expecting them to do well at this event. But no, I don't have them winning it. I definitely don't have them winning it. I don't think they're there yet. Now, my bias might be showing a little bit here because, well, I I shouldn't try to be biased. Like, yes, I do love some teams over other teams. And this again, proves why predictions are always wrong for myself because I always semi-doubt them when I never should. You never should doubt this team, but I have second place going to Sentinels. We know what Sentinels can do. In Raleigh, you may look back at Raleigh and be like, you may look back at Raleigh and be like, oh, Sentinels don't have it anymore. You know? Sentinels don't have it anymore. They there's there's turmoil with with Lethal on that team. He's going to be dropped, blah 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 blah. All this shit, right? And then KC happens. And then KC happens. And holy shit. It's like they never stopped. It's like they never stopped. It's like, hey, you know that two-time world championship multiple tournament winning team? You you know that roster? CLG, Optic, Tox, Sentinels? Them? Yeah, they they win championships. They never stopped. And KC proved that in dominating fashion. And that was with... People criticizing Lethal to the nth degree on his stats. Right? And tools, you're right. You're right. Lethal looks good again. I tell you one thing, that doesn't bode well for any team going up against them. But yes, believe it or not, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it again. I'm gonna do it again. My team taking first place is going to be Optic because they got to fucking win something. They've put in so much work. They they win online left and right, but it proves to you that online doesn't necessarily mean everything. We saw what happened at Kansas City, but you know what? Optic is literally Dan Marino. Oh no. Oh no. Just can never win the big can never win the big tournament. Maddie, shut the fuck up. Maddie says the Send going to eliminate Optic and yes, losers. I hope. Sure, that, man. sure, sure. But no, in all seriousness, I, I do think that Optic have put in an incredible amount of work. And, and I, I'm not trying to sound biased here. It's it's just what I see. And I think that KC loss really, really, like... I think that really lit a fire under their asses. When Formal was chalked after that Royal 2... Oh, the, yeah, the, that, the shock play, rifle play? Yes. When, when Formal was chalked after, after that moment, that loss really hurt them. I truly believe that loss really hurt them. And... All I hope, all I hope is that they manifested that energy, put it to work, and are going to bring everything to Orlando. So I may sound delusional. I may sound delusional for having them win the tournament. Oh, you're betting against Sentinels again. What the fuck are you doing? I could very well be delusional right now. These are my predictions. Obviously, I'm going to stick with them. They got to win something. I mean, or they don't. They choke every time. I don't fucking know. It's just I think OpTic are going to have the upper hand at this event. I do. And I know, I know Tools it's here say that I'm going against Sentinels right now. I've 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 burned myself so many times on this. It's like it's like a, a fucking drug I can't quit you know so that's it that's it for me Um, Keanu asks if they don't win do you think it's the end of the roster no no I don't think I don't think they break it up we can talk about that fucking way later Keanu keep that Keanu I want you to keep that uh, question though keep that question lock it in in the back of your head and uh, bring it back up. Please remember, well, bring it back up after Worlds. Yeah, we'll talk about that after Worlds.
1: When they lock in for Orlando, that locks in your roster for Worlds, too. Correct.
0: So. Correct. Um, what do you got, Will? What are your predictions for HCS Orlando? Am I... Your correct predictions. Yeah, right. For HCS Orlando.
1: <sighs> okay, where you had Ascend and KCP in 7th, 8th. I have Ascend as well. But taking even a further step back than you have them, United, 7th, 8th.
0: I don't, I don't disagree. I, th- I don't disagree. I don't
1: think they're going to gel well enough to to move up in that 5th, 6th spot.
0: That's my, that is my biggest concern about that team. I just, again, this this was me like, I can't entirely bet against what Ryan Noob's able to do. With the big brain plays. But I completely respect that. 100%. Um, in
1: 5th, 6th, I have Native and G1. Native Gaming and G1. Okay. Um, I do agree on Cloud 9 and 4th. Okay. Here's where things get a little
0: funky. Oh, funky. Oh, I like funky.
1: So, if Phase and Optic meet in Loser bracket final I have it going to phase holy shit if phase and sentinels are in loser bracket you have final sentinels I have phase taking third and that going to sentinels okay so that means optic it's
0: it, it really depends
1: yeah I have <laughs> sentinels winning so I have phase or optic then in second
0: okay so no matter what you have sentinels winning I do. You have Sentinels going back to back. Back to back. Okay. And you very well could be right. Um, Tools says, E United top 12 guys. You you know what? You very well could be right, y- Tools. Yeah. No kidding. Um, Maddie says, make sure they're goodwill because I'm going to put bets down on them and blame you if I lose.
1: Hey, not gambling advice. Do not condone that. Yeah. Off of my predictions.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So basically what you're saying is optical win winners side. I mean, hey, if it's any indication of what they have done is win winners online. Um, they different online. and It look so much better than before KC. So much confidence. See, that's that's my thing. Yo, Bobby Brown downtown. What a name. <laughs> what a phenomenal name. Thank you for the follow.
1: Welcome to the live show. Oh, I gotta find this again. Someone said something above. Snipe
0: slows down his teammates. I mean, uh, skate. If there's anything we know is that United play a slow, a slow game. Like they don't necessarily play a fast game, so that might not be a huge detriment to them.
1: Um, well, there you s- go. Tools. United skate said above so. too. Yeah. That, even after winning, Lucid was negative. Um, I don't know if you're meeting, like personality wise just negative or like not playing well negative but that's something i am worried about with optic is mental because yep. i do see lucid getting very frustrated with the game when he's streaming and it kind of sucks cuz it does bring that like he's frustrated obviously he wants things to be better with the game right how much does that bleed into his competitive side you right. know
0: and but here's here's the thing too is that this is a land. It is. We have the GAs in place. Everybody's agreed to them at the top level. Like this, this will be the best case scenario for these teams. And we we've said it before. We'll say it again. Like everybody's human, right? We know everybody's human, but if you are considered to be the best of the best in the world, some of the best players in the world, then you shouldn't let it get to you you should be able to have the mental to fight through it and play your best game. And I know everybody's human. Like anybody can have a bad game, a bad day, a bad match, a bad weekend, whatever it is. It can happen to anybody, but it's just my expectations of you as a, one of the best players in the world is to, or one of the, arguably one of the best teams in the world is to be able to fight through that. Yeah. Um, and that, yeah, that's, that's just that.
1: And that's the thing with the last, with KC, their mental was broken on stage. Yeah. I need to see it happen. Like, yes, they say they've been getting better, but it's been online. Make it happen on land, guys. With you 100%. I'm, I'm, my predictions are more with my head there. In my heart, I am, I want Optic to win to get that chip. Yeah. But I, I need to see it happen and I'll be gladly wrong with those predictions.
0: Right. And we could have, we could. Another reason why I want, bias aside, another reason why I want OpTic to win as well is that we could have back-to-back-to-back LAN winners of different rosters. Yeah. You have Cloud9 winning Raleigh. You have Sentinels winning KC. OpTic potentially winning um, Orlando, who is going to win Worlds. Yeah. You know? It would really leave it like. It'd be like the last COD season. Yeah.
1: Up until the last major in Worlds. You never know.
0: You never know who's going to have the bad game for Orlando for optic solid four overall, but one of them have to throw a game here and there. Oh, any, but that's the thing is that it doesn't matter. The roster, it doesn't have to just be optic. Like who's going to have the bad game for optic. Who's going to have the bad game for, um, for face. Who's going to have the bad game for United. It, you know, it's just, it just depends on how good they play on any given day, any given match, any given game. Because that's all that matters in the long run.
1: Sometimes a bad game, this is going to sound weird, sure, but it isn't even, sometimes it's not even the players doing, maybe they're playing objective. I mean, I've had, I've had games where I basically was on spawn rotation for so long and couldn't get off of it. And I'm negative because my team's not helping me or anything like that. But I mean, it's pro play. It should be a lot better, but
0: (sighs) yeah, you never know. Exactly. It's, Anything can happen, and yeah, I am betting against Sentinels right now, and I know I shouldn't do it. It always burns me every single time. So would I be surprised if Sentinels win the event? No, not in the slightest. But my predictions, I'm going with Optic.
1: I just need to see it from Optic first before I can lock it in. Like if they win, if they win this one. I will have more confidence in them.
0: And I have said that since Casey. You know, since the ripping, like, since the ripping of the shirt off to show the optic jersey, like, since that moment, it, it's the same sentiment every single time. Yes, they're really good online, but can it transition to land because they crumbled at KC? And they know what happened. And that's that's why all the time I try to hit home that when people look at scrim results... Or people look at an online tournament results, and they're like, oh my god, Optic look amazing. Oh my god, FaZe look like they're doing so much better. It's just online. Oh my god, FaZe took third in that fucking um, Series E tournament and lost to Complexity or whatever it was. It's just online. There's so many more factors at play. So we have to wait till land. And luckily, thank God, we have one this weekend. And the most important one, because it's right before Worlds. <sighs> I'm so excited. And Carnage, you're not wrong. He says, I think Optic is hungry for it. They have something to prove at LAN. But so do FaZe. So do FaZe. And they know it too. Like, that, that's, that's why I have them at third is because I'm going with, like, the longevity aspect. I don't think they've had enough time. Would I be surprised if they did better? I still don't think they're going to win it. But would I su- be surprised if they took second? Not necessarily. I just think they need more time. And when you look at a Sentinels, when you look at an Optic, yes, I have Cloud9 taking fourth. But, like, when you look at these rosters, this is why I love how close the competition is. I love this. Because anything can happen. Um, Is Orlando famous for a good crowd? Do you think we'll have people in the venue, even if the game is pretty much dead? A, the game is not pretty much dead, especially from a competitive standpoint, Keanu. And it's going to be... It's going to be packed, man. It is going to be packed. It may not necessarily look like that on a Friday, but I promise you, like, over the weekend and absolutely on Sunday, that fucker is going to be... Filled to the brim. Filled to the brim. What's up, Snag? Good to see you, my man. And Monstas, welcome as well. It's, oh man, this event, I cannot wait. And I am genuinely excited to be watching from the comfort of my home. Have all the streams up at the same time. Cannot fucking wait. And I've said it before towards the beginning of the show. I'll say it again, and we'll, we'll pimp it out later as well. If you have not joined the Discord yet, please do so. Um, we'll be doing an HCS Orlando watch-along all weekend long in the Discord server. Come join in. Chat with us. It's going to be a great time. Hope to see you there. If you're not attending, of course. Watch Party, hell yeah. You know it, Snag. You fucking know it. Goku, thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. Try your best. You, you fucking should. Um, and I, I've said, <laughs> this is also always burned me. I've said this every single event and God damn it. I'm sick into it. Team to watch out for complexity. Watch out for him. Coming through open, baby. Watch out for him. Oh man. <laughs> Who knows what the fuck they're going to do. Yeah. But watch out for them. I'm excited. All right. Shall we move on to the regular news? I think we got it. Yeah. Let's do it up. Halo, the series, season two has begun production. This is by Halo on Paramount+. Plus. The Spartans have landed in Iceland. Halo, the series, season two starts production now. And God, let's fucking hope that they're better than, it's better than what the first season was. There you go. Maddie says, complexity is Josh's wild card. So, if, okay, if we're actually going to do that right now, I wouldn't even consider them my wild card. I would just consider them like, hey, I like what they've done. Um, I like their consistency in the, like, open side of things. I don't think they're going to cause any shakeups. Let's be real. Um, But you know what? Fuck it. I'm you don't need to change the card or anything, but like if I was to go back and pick a wild card team. Oh, if I was to go back and pick a wild card team. G1. I'll say G1. Yeah. I think that that fifth sixth spot, my for my predictions, E United or G1. They're they're my wild card. G1 because that pickup of boo-boo could be massive for that team we haven't seen them on land yet that's a big deal. e United kind of the same deal here you pick up Snipedown who's a great slayer on your team uh a presence that you didn't typically have before uh not anything against Nick um, and you I mean obviously you had Spartan but that's besides the point like you pick up Spartan you pick up Snipedown in the craziness that was roster mania on loan from phase. They could be a wild card too. They could be a wild card too. No, complexity or am I like, open team that makes it to pools? Complexity. Back to the regular news. Halo Community Update by Alex Wakeford. The future of Spartan Points, part two. Back in our June Community Update, we talked about ideas around purchasable Spartan Points that were being explored by the studio, and we wanted to provide an update on that conversation. We can confirm. That we will not be further pursuing purchasable Spartan points in MCC. Motherfucker! It's okay. I get it. All in all, probably a good thing. Okay? But daddy doesn't have a lot of time. We're also looking to enact changes to the earn rates of Spartan points and remove barriers that players have been facing. The 100-point cap is being removed. Retroactive points will be granted and we'll be making further adjustments to challenges to make them more rewarding, along with bringing back double XP weekends. For further details on these changes, be sure to head over to the August Update Preview blog. Currently, we're tracking towards making these changes in the next content update for MCC, which is scheduled for November. We'll have more information to share with you all as we get closer to that point. So yeah, we talked about it before where, you know... We're fine if they did add purchasable Spartan points. A lot of people don't have time anymore. The game's been out for a long time. You're not really adding more content to it, so on and so forth. But I get it. People are upset. That's fine. Um, I do like how they're updating, that they're going to be updating the amount of XP you get, uh, making things more, like retroactively giving you points. I think that's great moves all around. All right. report. Another member of Halo's leadership team is leaving Xbox and Microsoft. This is by Jez Corden of Windows Central. David Berger, or Berger, I apologize if I mispronounced that, who led development of the Slipspace engine used by Halo Infinite is also leaving 343 Industries. The report comes originally from the outlet Lords of Gaming, but we can confirm via our own sources that it seems to be accurate. Berger or Berger has led technical development at 343 Industries for several years, working on Halo's 4, 5, and Infinite. He's also a veteran Microsoft director who worked on classic titles like Mech Warrior, Shadowrun, and Two Human before taking up the reins at 343 Industries Engineering Department. So, we have yet to see the implications of this change. Um, I imagine it's going to be a little bit before we see the implications of this change, either positive or negative. And um, we'll just have to wait and see. But clearly there are a lot of shifts happening within that company. So hopefully, like, wish them all the best. Uh, Absolutely. Hopefully this just leads to a better product that we're playing. I can agree. Awesome. And then finally, last piece of regular news. Halo Infinite Forge Fundamentals Scripting and Bots. This is the second part of the Forge Fundamentals series and the video released today. So go check it out if you haven't already. And Will, that's it for the regular news. It's time for Con of the Games Watch! Crim6 has officially announced his retirement from competitive Call of Duty. As in... The Call of Duty League, because in that same video, he stated that he'll be focusing on content and competing in Warzone 2.0.
1: Yeah, he's too big of a personality and member of the COD community to just go away, I think. Yes. So this is a good move for him if he doesn't want to compete in the CDL anymore.
0: Yes, indeed. Um, He said he'll be focusing his content on gameplay, obviously, on um, car stuff, on gun stuff. Um, so, if you're any at all interested in checking out Crim6, go check out his Twitch. The Florida Mutineers <laughs> have announced their official roster heading into Modern Warfare t- 2020. T- this includes Brack. Brack. You know what I'm wondering? Genuinely, you know what I'm wondering? Well, yeah, what? I wonder if that individual was such a big fan of Brock, the gym leader in Pokemon red and blue where he's like, let's just change a letter. And now I'm Brack. I doubt that's it, but I doubt it too. too. Maybe it's part of his fucking name, but a man can dream that the man fantasizes about Brock and decided to be his long, long lost cousin, Brack, Brack and Brock, Brack and Brock. (laughs) Brack and Brock about to rock your world. <laughs> oh my God. It also includes havoc, uh, vehicle and the man that teams just can't quit. Major maniac. So there you go. We'll see if he stays on a roster for more than six months. And this isn't a dig at him. It's just no, like, it's he just, just, he just the gets the short end of the stick yeah, every single time. time. So good luck to you, major. Uh, thank you for what you've done for the rocker. And obviously that was a while ago, but still, good yes, luck to yes. you. And then the final piece of Cotton of the Games Watch. Uh, I'm not going to read the article, but I want you guys to go read the article because I think it's great, uh, especially for the for the future of this competitive esport, not Halo, but Valorant, the new Valorant Champions Tour. It's a blog post over by Valorant Esports, and uh, just go check out what they're cooking up for the next year. It is awesome. And we, yes, Riot has a lot of money behind them. Like, they make Moogle bucks, right? But just the fact that these things are possible for an eSport, really, really cool to see. Um, so go check out what they're cooking up. And that's a kind of the Games Watch, which means it's time for um, I got
1: about Six challenges done for the yapping in Halo Infinite, mm-hmm. and I said fuck this and put it down. Mm. And I sang my heart out on some rock band for, for like, a half hour.
0: Okay, that was it. That's all Solid I played this singing week. Singing sesh. Yeah. So you have not completed the yapping.
1: I'm not going to. I was gonna
0: say it ends. T- it ends tomorrow. There's by no by way one. I can.
1: There's no way I can go home and finish it out tonight.
0: Oh, you got. You gotta believe. I mean, believe. maybe All
1: right. we'll see how you know, I'm like ready to fall asleep now. I fell asleep. At oh, my I don't de- blame you. I fell asleep at work today.
0: <laughs> I'm right at my desk. You didn't hear that. No, nope. you didn't hear that. Will was awake and tentative the entire time during his shift.
1: I mean, I technically don't get a break, so I could have just said it was my break, but you, you know,
0: there you go. Yeah, I'm tired. We'll
1: see what happens if I can get any more challenges done.
0: Hey, I don't, I don't blame you either way. You do what's best for you. <laughs> um, awesome. I played a couple games. I played Assassin's Creed Valhalla for a little bit. Uh, kicked the shit out of some folks. That was fun. Nice. And then I uh, played some more Horizon Forbidden West because that game is awesome. It
1: looked awesome when I was over here while you were playing that one time.
0: During the cutscene that was like 15, 20 minutes yeah, long. The, yeah, the extended cutscene. I wasn't scene. expecting it. I wasn't prepared. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, that game is very good. If you have a, it is on PlayStation Four as well. But if you like want a PlayStation Five showpiece, um, that actually has great side quests as well, um, yeah, go check out Horizon Forbidden West. It's a good time. Good time. All right, well, let's get into some shoutouts. Shouts everyone who followed and subbed on well during Jesus Christ during the live. Show we have uh, EOS 4, Real Mind State, Fox Too Quick, Fire Hose, Villain GP, It's LC, Tetrify, Lil Skate T, Bobby Brown Downtown, and Goku, all with the follows. Greatly appreciated. Thank you so much for following and checking out the live show. And then we also had Uncle Pumpy and Chica. With the resubs. Thank you so very much for the resubs. You guys get woos. Did you
1: get that last follow that came through? Blaze Phoenix. Blaze
0: Phoenix. Thank you, Will. And Blaze Phoenix. I love the name. I love the fire aesthetic yeah, that's, that's associated with that name. Thank you so much. And thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. Maddie says, 24-7 Philly at halftime, by the way. Yeah, I got the score up right here. You know what? I, I was telling my coworkers today. I was straight up telling my coworkers that while if week one was any indication of how we play for the rest of the year, that's awesome. But do not count that Eagles team out. That Look. Eagles team is fucking loaded. Loaded. So I was like, I was telling my coworkers today do not count that team out. Um and variable. Thank you for the follow as well. Says Bird Gang. Jesus Christ! Carnage says, "Hell yeah, go Eagles! Come on, guys! Come on! Can't rely okay. on Minnesotans for nothing." I heard a fuck I, you,
1: Maddie. I heard a stat today. Guess which NFL stadium has the most expensive beer?
0: The most expensive beer? Is it Philly? It's Philly. Okay.
1: Y'all spending like fifteen bucks for a sixteen ounce can over there.
0: Well, good job, guys. Yeah. yeah. I think I bet that's no wonder why they're so rowdy. No, They'll
1: drink before they get there. No,
0: I bet it's because their team was so bad for so long. And this isn't a dig against you guys, like we're bad too. Like, don't get me wrong. But like before their Super Bowl win with Nick Foles, okay, remember that. They won a Super Bowl with Nick Foles, okay? Against Tom Brady. Like that's a big fucking deal. But besides the point, before that Super Bowl, they weren't really that good. So I wonder if, like, they just raised the prices of the beer there and, like, well, you're going to drink it anyway. Your team's not very good, so here you go. (laughs) And then they won a Super Bowl, and now the beers just stayed the same price. Maybe. I'm sorry if it sounds like I'm shitting on you guys because I'm really not trying to. And Brady, oh, my God, Tom Brady? I'm just kidding. Brady, thank you for the follow. Greatly appreciated. Welcome to the live show. Uh, Brady says, have I missed the Elamite rant? I'm not going on an Elamite rant, and – uh. I guess, sure, I'm glad we had an episode where none none of this shit came up because it's really, it's not, in my opinion, not that big of a deal. Um, But no, I heard what had happened uh, with what Elamite did um, based off of what I've said, and words were exchanged in DMs, and uh, all I'll say is that I... From what I've what the last thing that I sent him, I hope that we can reach an amicable close to this. Um I've said my piece. I I'm not gonna take back what I've said, and he's said his piece to me. Um and hopefully we just move on. That's it. And for what it's worth, I have nothing against him as an individual. Was only judging based off of uh what has been done in Infinite. That was it. So, yeah, hopefully you accept that for what it is. Uh, See you later, Justin. Have a great night. Oh, Carnage says, yeah, we're going to go to the playoffs and choke again, uh, then fire another coach. No, 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 Carnage. No, 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 no. I hope you go to the playoffs. I hope you knock whatever the fucking results of that Cowboys roster is off the face of the planet. Like, I hope you do that. For Maddie's sake, I hope you do that. But like I said, I was telling people, don't count that team out. Don't count that team out. The Eagles. Uh, King J said he was going in his Vikings jersey. I'm praying for him. Oh, no. Wait, oh, King J's a, a Vikings fan? That's a bad idea. Wait, King J's a Vikings fan? Oh, perfect. No shit? He's not from here. Is he? No, I don't think he's from here. Is he a Vikings fan? That's so weird. I mean, I love it. Don't get me wrong. I think it's awesome. But like, what? Oh, he's from New Jersey. Okay. That sounds like there's no way he's from Minnesota. I didn't think he was. Please come back in one piece. We need him this weekend. Oh man. oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Crazy. Um, Well, again, to everybody that followed and subbed during the show, thank you so, so much. Thank you for keeping the conversation flowing in the chat. It's greatly appreciated. And, uh, Thank you, as always, for making the show amazing. These you guys do. You guys make every show amazing. So thank you. Moving on. Got some birthdays. Got some belated birthdays to shout out here. Happy belated birthday to our main, main, Pulshi. Get it? Instead of main man, it's main, main. Minx, Echidna, Havoc, Squilly, Mickwin, and Halo Reach. Yes, happy belated birthday to that thing! That was Halo Reach. All jokes aside, as much as I dislike Bloom, as much as I dislike Armor Lock, Reach, pretty good video game. And I think the aesthetic, arguably, best aesthetic of a Halo game was Halo Reach, in my opinion. So, yeah, happy belated birthdays to all of the folks that we just mentioned. Community Creations, Halo Memes every day. Reddit.com forward slash R forward slash Halo Memes. Capture the Mic episode two by Europa Halo. Go check that out. Weekly series. They do interviews with folks in the European Halo community. Go check out episode two. Tis a banger. And then finally, I thought this was awesome. Um, We talked about Clutch earlier. Well... And for people who don't know, they should go check out our interview that we did with him. He's a huge Ravens fan. Huge Ravens fan. In Lamar, he trusts. In Lamar, I trust. Love Lamar Jackson. Him and Snakebite have a little video series that they've started. It's called Coming Up Clutch. NFL week number two with Wes Clutch Price. It's by Snakebite. Go check out that video if you're interested in obviously competitive halo because those folks are involved, but also football, which we love. Go check that video out as well. Will, that's yeah. all I got. And, uh, I probably not going to turn the game on because I don't want to see us get obliterated, but tis the end of the show, which means if you would do me a favor, And before you plug the show, thank you, everybody. This is a special shout-out I want to put in here. Um, thank you guys so much for getting us over 500 followers.
1: Yeah, on Twitch. Yeah,
0: that's really fucking We, cool. we hit
1: 500 and I think, what, Today, two? 504. Oh, 504 yeah. now. Thank you guys so much. I guess the last two that came in at the end.
0: Yep. Greatly appreciated. Will, without further ado, please plug the show.
1: Hey, if you want to listen to us, you can do so on your favorite podcast services. Just search for HES Pro Talk. We're on iTunes, Podbean, Citrus, Spotify, and Josh's favorite.
0: Pocket Cast, not an ad. Nope.
1: Um, as Josh mentioned before on the show. Ooh, did I? Join the Discord. Please. Do that. Just fucking do it. Um, oh, yeah,
0: fucking do it. <laughs>
1: Um, we have great discussions that go on with the community members during the week in there. Talk about Infinite, everything going on around the scene. Other games, too. And there's an NFL, NA, there's, I don't know. Is there an NHL channel? There is, there is an, an NHL
0: NFL channel. F1, if you're into F1. NBA, when the NBA season kicks off.
1: Um, IRL, just general chat, whatever you want, it's in there. So go check it out. There's even a bot spam. There is. Not utilized esca- as much. Exclamation point dad joke. You can. Exclamation point dog. Oh my God. You're the dog pick
0: snag says, I just found out that pocket cast isn't actually, is actually a real thing. Thought you were just being a ding dong when saying it. No, it is. It is a legitimate podcast app and I use it every single day. I use it every single day. It is my favorite podcast app and no, this is not an ad. No, we are not sponsored by them. Yes, I paid for it. I love that application. I use it every single day.
1: If you'd like to find us on social media, go search for us over on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. That's where we are. If you want to watch VODs, YouTube.com slash HDS Pro Talk. Yes. If you want to watch us live, Twitch.tv slash HS Pro Talk. Mondays at 7 p.m. Central Time usually unless something happens and we got to move it. Uh, and if we do move it, Discord and Twitter. You know, you should be there already. Um, don't forget about HCS Pro Talk.com with the link to the merch in the top right corner. What are you doing? Are you messing with the sign?
0: For all the new follows,
1: it's not a real sign. <laughs> Just like fucking with you. Ooh. And then don't forget <laughs> about the fine folks over at Podcast Evolved. They have great shows.
0: Wait, what's this website?
1: You gotta go to EvolvedHalo.com.
0: Your home for Halo! I oh, was
1: getting there. Uh, <laughs> they have great shows such as Podcast Evolved, Mission Debrief, Halo TV+, Plus, Book Club, Build with Blocks, Halo Headlines, and Halo Gear Guide.
0: Which I still haven't fucking Which you added. you haven't added. It's
1: supposed to be months ago. Not a month, but at least probably a month at this point. Um, they're great. They're great people. They yeah. do wonderful shows. They're informational and great at what they do. Go to EvolvedHalo.com.
0: You're home for Halo! I wasn't expecting the second one.
1: And we even have our own little section over there thanks to them. They were so gracious to so give us some space on their website, so...
0: And even, I think it was Fox Too Quick who came in for the show for the first time today, coming yes. from Podcast Evolved, who said he's been listening for years. So awesome. Thank you so much. Right. Go check out Podcast Evolved.
1: All right, Josh. That's all I have. Um, if you want to close it out, let the people know what we got on the next episode. Unless you got anything else to say before we leave.
0: Well, it sounds like Complexity is doing a Halo boot camp. Which is pretty fucking cool. Pretty fucking cool. I'm telling you. Watch out for them. Watch out for them, boys. Um, Carnage says I can't wait until it's a real sign and just screws with everyone when your hand is in front of it. It will happen eventually. I I cannot say exactly when, but it will happen eventually. And the I'm gonna try to get it as closely resembling the picture as possible. So you just I my hope is that you just won't tell. Until, like you said, I put my hand in front of it and it doesn't go behind it. That's what I hope happens. And you're like, what the fuck? You're like, yeah, we did that. <laughs> um, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for hanging out with us. This has been episode 253 of HTS Pro Talk. If you're, again, if you're hanging out in the live show, thanks so much for stopping by, adding to the chat, lurking, whatever it may be. We appreciate it greatly and it's always fun carrying a conversation through the chat as we continue on with the show, uh, adds to the discussion. Love to see it. Um, if you're checking out the YouTube video of the show, leave a comment, we check them out positive or negative. Doesn't matter. Leave a comment. We'll check it out. If you're checking out the audio version of the show, thank you as well. Taking time out of your week, month, day, whatever it may be. Thanks for taking the time to listen and or watch. Raider Hater says Lurk Crew. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Love it all, man. Love it all. Hope you enjoyed the show. Guys, big, big, big weekend this weekend. The HCS Orlando Major, a land that we've been waiting for for quite some time, is finally taking place, and we couldn't be more excited to see who's going to take it out, who's going to come out on top. And man, thank you so much for the follow as well. I didn't forget you. I see you there. Don't worry. I talked about it a few times already. Will talked about it as well. We're doing a watch party for the Orlando show. I mean, for the Orlando major in our Discord. Join it if you haven't already. If you're any at all interested, be there. You can chat with us directly. We'll be there. Uh, community members from Pro Talk will be there. It's going to be a fun time. We hope to see you there. All weekend long. And yeah, all I have to say is that on the next episode, We're going to have our HCS Orlando Major Post Show. And it's going to be a hell of a time. Guys, we'll be back next week. Enjoy the weekend. Play some Halo. Watch some Halo. Be good to one another. We'll see you next week. Until then, bye-bye!